0: I was a little girl in a little red schoolhouse in a little village called Kluwak. When somebody came in and said, the herring are running, the herring are running. Anybody who wants to go to Fish Egg Island, the boats will be leaving at 1 o'clock. Everybody got excited and wanted to go, and when I went home for lunch, I asked my grandma, can I go? She says, all right, change your clothes, wear boots, and mind the ladies. Over at Fish Egg Island... They dropped the branches in the water, and when they lifted out, they were just loaded with roe. They were dipped in boiling water on the beach, and when they lifted them out, they were white like popcorn. And we ate them like popcorn with seal oil and hooligan oil. Fish Egg Island was a magical place for a little kid. So was kloak and so was my grandma's house. She had rescued me from hunger in Petersburg. A few months before, my mother had been widowed two times by then, and we were all there with her hu- third husband, who had lost his job in January. And by February, my three half-siblings and I were hungry. Mother had decided to divorce him, but she couldn't raise them us alone, so my sibling's family came and took them to live with them and Craig... And that left me, and it looked like I might have to go back to the Minfield home in Juneau. But out of the blue, Mama got an airplane ticket for me to fly to Kloak to live with Mrs. Emma Demmert and her family. So there I was, sitting in the living room of Mrs. Demert, while she processed the mail. She was the town uh, postmistress, and she ran the post office out of her home. When she came out, she was a short lady, a little bit chubby and she had the most beautiful thick silver gray hair in braids wrapped around her head like a crown she was a kindly faced woman and she asked told me i could call her grandma she ran an orderly home with everything in its place and i remember being able to open the drawer of my dresser and choose a pair of socks every day nice and clean what luxury. She turned out to be, as I knew her, a very sensible woman who very seldom showed her emotions. I never heard her raise her voice the entire time I knew her. She never was raised it in anger. She, by example, taught me how to work. She taught me how to get things done. She taught me how to live. The running of the herring every spring heralds the most exciting time for me, or all kids in Klawak. The teenagers come home from boarding school, and there's lots of joking and teasing and flirting and dancing to the jukebox down at Archie's ice cream parlor. But that doesn't last long. Because when the, fa- when the canneries begin operating in June, everybody who isn't already fishing goes to work in the canneries. And not only that, but summer is the time for everybody in Kloak to put up everything that Mother Nature provides. The fish are canned, the fish are smoked, the fish are dried, the seaweed is hauled up to be dried, the, the gardens are planted, the berries are, are harvested as soon as they're ripe, Jams and jellies are made. By the middle of August, the salmon are running so thick in the Kloak River that everybody says you could walk across the river on their backs. By then, the canneries are running 24 hours a day. I remember hearing down the generators down at Grandpa Charlie's cannery and also the the machinery going ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk all night long. By mid-August, everybody is getting tired, but there's money to be made, and everybody is pushing through. Come September, the canneries shut down, and the teenagers all go back to boarding school. The town settles quietly down for the winter. My birthday was in December. Somehow I heard that Grandma had a sled for me. A sled. I never had a sled in my life. I never had toys so grand. A sled I could even ride on a sled. But it never snowed in Kloak before the middle of Jan, <laughs> before the middle of January. And this was only early December. So the night before my birthday, I said a prayer to my Heavenly Father. Don't ask me how I ever knew of my Heavenly Father, but I knew of Him, and I knew He was always there. He didn't always answer my prayers, but that night before my birthday, I prayed my little heart and soul out that God would send me snow on my birthday. The next morning, the whole town was blanketed with snow. Everybody was surprised, and Grandma let me spend the whole day sledding down Totem Park Hill with my friends. And that night, I fell into bed thanking my Heavenly Father for his gift to me. I spent two happy years in Kluwak, but my grandma had a heart condition, and on May 13, 1951, she died. Again, I didn't know what was to become of me, but by then, my mother was married again. She was living in Juneau with her new husband, my sister, and a new baby. She sent me a ticket, and we all settled down in Douglas, and I started high school. But before long, everything was returning to what was before I went to my grandma's. The turmoil, the messy house, the, the alcohol. We weren't hungry, but I was miserable. I didn't know before, when I, when I lived with Mama before, that things could be better. But after Cloak, I knew that I wanted something more. But I also knew that I had to graduate high school if I was ever going to have the kind of life I had in Klawak. So May 1955, I graduated, the first in my mother's family to do so. <laughs> and yes, she, she was proud. And I had taken shorthand in typing in high school, so I had a job waiting for me the Monday following my graduation. The following year, I met a nice young man, whose name was Bill Walder. He was in the Army and attached to the Signal Corps. He had a great sense of humor and the most beautiful eyes I had ever seen. About three weeks later, he asked me out, and when we were in the movie, he reached over and he took my hand in his And I will never forget, I I had been dating before, but I had never, never felt what I felt when he took my hand in his, as if I had been out in a rough sea all my life and had come into a harbor where it was calm and I was safe. I pulled my hand away because... (laughs) I didn't want him to get the wrong idea. <laughs> so we were married, and now there are three more generations raised and, and born and raised in Alaska, and I believe it all began when that wonderful little old lady sent that ticket.